You're stupid suicide. You're stupid suicide. You'll never live. You'll never die. You're stupid suicide. Welcome back to the Better Off Dead Minute Podcast. The podcast that dares to rock the Savage Steve Holland classic, Better Off Dead, one galvanistic minute at a time. I'm Curtis Blaze from the SAC News. And I'm Jason Hummel from Mondo Confidential. Today we are electrifying Minute 56, which begins with a dejected Lane preparing to make his first pig burger and ends with Lane preparing to find out if his science experiment was successful. Is it alive, Curtis? Non-living things may share several characteristics of life, but not all. So we may not know until the next minute, Jason. In the last minute, Lane was issued his official pig burger hat and told to get to work. As the minute begins, Lane is doing just that, getting a large lump of pig burger hamburger and putting it in front of him so he can pat it. At minute 55 and 18 seconds, a look comes over Lane's face and he gets a great idea. At minute 55 and 21 seconds, the screen dissolves into a fantasy sequence and we find Lane patting a giant burger and screaming about his enemies, mislabeling him as a mad fool. At minute 55 (laughs) and 38 seconds, he puts the giant burger underneath a white cloth and puts it onto a small table suspended from chains. At minute 55 and 45 seconds, Lane lifts the table with a giant pig burger on it through a hole in the ceiling of the restaurant and out into a lightning storm. As the minute ends, Lane lowers the pig burger back into the store and is menaced by residual lightning that followed the burger down through the chain. (laughs) Jason, talk to me about Frankenstein. Well, Frankenstein is so ingrained in pop culture that people know the story without even having watched the film or read the book. What is the story of Frankenstein? It's about a scientist who basically tries to play God by creating his own version of a human out of uh, dead body parts. And then this thing that he creates, let's call it Frankenstein's monster, yeah. goes on to play lead guitar in Van Halen. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Von Frankenstein. <laughs> Everybody wants some. Yeah, what was your first experience with Frankenstein? Can you remember back that far? I really don't have a... First memory, a first clear memory of Frankenstein. It definitely wasn't the movie. To this day, I haven't actually seen the movie. Is it Claude Rains? Yeah. Never seen it. I know. No, not not Claude Rains. Colin Clive. Colin Clive. Colin Clive and uh, Dwight Fry. And it just refreshed my memory. It's the one where the monster gets loose. He finds a little girl. There's the flower. Yes. Okay. So it's the classic. Yeah. Never seen it. Wow. I think my first experience with Frankenstein, honestly, would probably be some like crazy episode of Gilligan's Island or a Scooby-Doo show. Or the Munsters. Or the Munsters. And not even the Munsters. The Munsters were, were even later for me. The Munsters were more of a late preteen discovery. Yeah. Probably. Probably Scooby-Doo. Hmm. And I didn't really know what I was looking at. My dad made me watch the werewolf movie. The Wolfman. The Wolfman. The black and white one. You know, where they did the stop motion, putting gluing the hair to his face effect. Yeah, that yeah. was so creepy. Yeah, that took like 24 hours to do. But I never uh, I never saw the Frankenstein. What about you? Well, I first saw Frankenstein on Laserdisc, actually. Rented the Laserdisc player and the, and the disc from the local store we used to have. 
Yeah, it was uh, Dave and I, my friend Dave Nitsky. Yeah, we watched original Frankenstein and the original Dracula back to back, and. Did they stop the camera, do a puff of smoke, and then he was a fake bat flying on a string in that one? Mm, no, I don't remember that. Must be a Sesame Street thing. <laughs> Watching those two movies, well, especially Frankenstein, it was the first moment that I realized a horror movie could actually be beautiful in the way that it was shot and told. And the book I read, I got through Riff when I was a kid. Reading is fundamental. Yeah. Is that still a thing? I think so, yeah. Well, I don't know what happened in the movie Frankenstein. I assume he dug up a bunch of dead body parts and stitched them together and presumably sewed the the veins together so blood would pump, pump properly and got a heart and just all of the stuff and, and rebuilt a thing. Yeah. But did he wrongly put the bottom of the hamburger bun on top when he put the monster on the big giant table to <laughs> send him up to the... Uh, to the lightning storm the way that Lane did. <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> like, how deep does this parody go? Or is it satire? I don't know. Yeah, I guess that would be their uh, Lane's version of the abnormal brain. <laughs> oh, I never thought about that. You little young Frankenstein action. Yeah. Abby normal. Gets the, hum- gets the hamburger bun backwards before he sends it up. And you know, it also bothers me. I'm going to just say it. It also bothers me that when he puts it on the table, the... The white covering is underneath, between the metal table, where the electricity would presumably be flowing through, yeah. and the burger creation monster. Franken-Porkenburger? <laughs> Porkenburger. Do we have a name? Not for the, the creature, no. Huh. Lanenstein's creature. Lanenstein's monster. Meyerstein. Meyerstein's monster. <laughs> John Cusack used to be so fun before he got all mad about politics. Before he started taking himself seriously. Well, I guess he always kind of did. But. He always took himself seriously. No, he's an amazingly talented actor. I, You know, me not being an actor, not knowing anything about it, I'm so over-the-top impressed with John Cusack's acting in everything he does. It doesn't matter. You go to the, his least you go to his least of movies. Go to, what's that movie where it's in the Bahamas? He's just running away from people. Sure thing? No, 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 no. No, oh. Hot Pursuit. Even in that movie, he wasn't the problem. He's always been, he's always obviously been serious about his craft, and he's and he's always turned into a performance that was good in everything. There are some special effects-laden movies in his later career <laughs> that maybe didn't require as much acting, you might say, or, you know, he just had to be there against the green screen while explosions happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But he was still good in those. He's just been good. I was thinking more like, he just seems so angry about political things lately. Almost like that's dragging him off track from acting. Which, arguably, you know, I can I can see the argument where that's more important. To uh, to be an activist for things you believe in. You yeah. Know, as yeah. you get older. Yeah. You know, of course, if you don't like the state of the country, that would that would be more concerning than getting good scripts and, you know, doing all that stuff. I just hope... Hope we get a president he likes so we can go back to getting some good John Cusack movies. Yeah. I think the last time I saw him in a movie, and I don't know if this is the, I don't technically know if this is the last movie he made or not, but the last time I saw him in a movie was 1408. Oh, the Stephen King? Loved it. Amazing movie. Um, I, I just about pooped myself. There was definitely streaks. 
<laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah, when it first came out. I think the last one that I saw was Maps to the Stars, the Cronenberg movie. Oh, that'd be, that looks like it was a good one. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah. How? What year was that? Was it a while ago? A while ago, yeah. Okay. I guess the long way of what I'm saying here is, as he's playing a comedic version of a mad scientist, it's great. It's it's the comedic version of a mad scientist. Not better than Gene Wilder, but Gene Wilder was also playing it straight. Yeah. He was also kind of being mad, as opposed to as opposed to this, where we end up with a with a claymation. What do we call it? Porkenburger. Porkenburger. So if we really put this up into the uh, into the electrical storm, I feel like the covering would have caught on fire. Oh, yeah. Especially underneath, because I think what's supposed to happen is the chain, the lightning hits the thing, which goes down the chain, and then underneath the creature, and then animates the creature by having the electricity go through. To the opening strains of uh, Everybody Wants Some. Yeah, I just wonder where he came up with the idea, Holland, for the Porkenburger. If maybe he was working a, a job like that and he just started daydreaming one day of potential greatness. Wasn't Savage Steve? Wasn't Steve? Can we just call him Steve? Yeah, or Savage. Or Savage. He likes Savage. Wasn't he just doing animations anyway? Yeah, yeah. So it, it was probably an idea he'd had kicking around for a long time and. He just managed to work it into a movie. Yeah, I guess it's sort of his um, man who killed Don Quixote. <laughs> well, this this comes up every once in a while since it's taking us seven and a half years to record this uh, entire movie. One Epic Fall was promised to us as early as 2060, four years ago. Yeah, we were excited about one one Epic Fall, and now now here we are, 2020. No one epic fall. Is Steve even still alive? As far as I know. I'm making a joke. Of course he is. But he's seriously off the grid, as we've mentioned before. Yeah. There's this thing that they do in the editing here. As he is lifting the pork and burger up into the sky, we have a shot where the the camera is looking down on John, yep. on, uh, on Lane. And he like does this sort of, like there's lightning and... He does a sort of like dance to get out of the way of the lightning. Do you see what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. And then they reuse the same shot. Like in minute, in second 52, there's this explosion of sparks and John's do, or Lane's doing the same. And then the same thing happens, explosion of sparks, and he does the same like move. Yeah. That means that they had two cameras going at once. They had a camera from the top and they had a camera from the side. Yep. And the editing they did was just phenomenal. He goes from having a spatula in one scene and then he's pulling up the chain, and he doesn't have the spatula, and then he does have the spatula again. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. He doesn't, there's nothing actually going on here. There isn't a hole in the roof, but I totally, in my mind, remember a hole being in the roof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah your mind just kind of like takes it up through the roof. Yeah, even though we can see from this edit that this thing got just above his head, and that's where the sparks were, and that was as far up as it went, right there. Yeah. <laughs> And they depict that as, you know, then they show the outside and they show the sparks and then they show the sparks falling down on it. I wonder how they did that. Magnesium? They just explode some magnesium? Super safe, right? <laughs> well, if you go to second, uh, I believe it is second 51, you see the lightning explode. You see the, the pig burger thing explode. See sparks off the sign, the pig burger sign. Right. And then you get to second 55 
There's yep. these little bloops coming down. They have to be real. But where would they have come from? <laughs> like, what explosion came from that direction? Because it's not like they inserted those as a special effect. No. Clearly, lightning is special effect. It's, it's hand-drawn. It even looks like the lightning that you draw when you're a kid. You know, it's all jaggedy. Yep. And then they've got the explosion of sparks off of the light and off of the pig burger sign. Yeah, it must have been coming off of that little little lamplight thing on the ceiling. And then kind of like, yeah, angling down. Well, the nice little detail that I like as the burger comes down is the chain is on fire. Yeah. And, uh, there's smoke everywhere. Is that smoke coming out of Kuzak's hair? Or do they just have... It is. No, it's coming off this chain. Like they have a punk on there, or what would you call those? Things that you like, like incense. Like yeah. they had a little incense thing just on there, smoking. Yeah. Oh, there's fire there, and there's fire there. Yep. So that one goes out right there. He puts that out with his hand as he's going by it. So I didn't know this, but they took the dialogue for the scene directly from the 1931 Frankenstein movie, which is, you know, like I said, I haven't seen it, but I looked it up. The, yeah. I'll show you what everybody wants. They call me mad. Mad, mad, me, a fool. So this part, I'll show you what everybody wants, is the answer to everybody wants some. I'll yeah. show you what everybody wants. Yeah. <laughs> and then this part is from in, from Frankenstein. They call me mad, 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 me, a fool. Yeah, there was a couple of lines that were cut from the original Frankenstein. part where he says, In the name of God, now I know what it feels like to be God. Yeah, a little too blasphemous for 1931. But now, now Lane knows what it feels like to be God. Yes. Because he has created Frankenburger. <laughs> well, I tell you what, man. I'm about tapped out here. You got anything else for this minute? Mm-hmm. No. Well, in that case, uh, we're going to say goodbye to y'all. Here's our ending that we have to put in because of legal reasons. <laughs> the Better Off Dead Minute podcast is a fan project by Curtis Blaze and Jason Hummel. The movie Better Off Dead was created by Savage Steve Holland and presented by Warner Brothers in association with AM Films. The Better Off Dead Minute podcast is produced and edited by Curtis Blaze. Our opening music, Suicide for You, is by the band Skatred. You can follow the Better Off Dead Minute on Twitter at BOD Minute and at our Facebook group at the Better Off Dead Minute Crisis Support Service and at betteroffdeadminute.com. Don't forget to leave us a voicemail or text at 712-830-7373. Also, don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes. I, Apple iPod now. Okay. Or whatever. <laughs> that shows you how long it's been since we've done this, folks. Thanks to Star Wars guys for allowing us to steal the format. If you would like to listen to other Movies by Minutes podcasts, check out moviesbyminutes.com. And you can join us, eh, whatever, next quarter for Minute 57. <laughs> of the Better Off Dead Minute podcast. Until then, I'm Chris. And I'm Jason. <laughs>